Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This morning, the big wet hits, flash flooding, heaving rain and severe thunderstorms batter the east coast as rescue crews remain on high alert. COVID milestone, Australia hits 90% single dose, becoming one of the most highly vaccinated countries in the world. New charges, a man hands himself into police after a deadly hit and run in Melbourne. And Bert Newton's final farewell, the state funeral for an entertainment legend. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Torrential rain and storms are lashing eastern Australia with flood warnings issued from Victoria all the way up to Queensland. Northern New South Wales is copping the brunt of the severe weather with the heaviest rain falling in Glen Innes, Armidale and Moree. It'll be a wet, dreary morning for Sydney as rescue crews remain on high alert. I've never seen this up like this. It's going to be very tough. Um, a lot of the farmers along the Dimeric Valley are going to be copping it now. It's going to be devastating for some of their crops. Meanwhile in Victoria, the heaviest rainfall is expected in Gippsland and the Alpine regions today. A flood warning has also been issued for the Yarra River heading into Melbourne. The same warnings have been extended to southern parts of Queensland, with Brisbane and the Gold Coast receiving 95 millimetres of rain overnight. Inland communities have been cut off by floodwaters as the downpours continue to cause widespread damage. This is the town of Roma, 500 kilometres west of Brisbane, unable to withstand the wind as rain floods roads. Australia is about to reach its 90% first dose target, with official figures expected to be announced later this morning. Let's go live now to political reporter Rob Scott in Canberra. Good morning, Rob. This is a major milestone. It certainly is, Jody, and it means that more than 18.5 million Australians aged over the over 16 have now had at least one jab, and the double-dose figure of 81.9% is equally as impressive, and it means that Australia is on track to becoming one of the most vaccinated nations on Earth, with one of the lowest fatality rates from COVID as well. And despite only officially launching on Monday, more than 220,000 people have also already rolled up their sleeves to get a booster shot, which is all vital to ensure that we don't see a return to lockdowns, which are being blamed for a shock rise in the unemployment rate last month, jumping 0.6% to 5.2%. But the government says since those figures were recorded, the economy has turned the corner, with businesses now crying out for staff and economists predicting the jobless rate will come down to about 4% by the end of next year, with some even forecasting annual pay increases of around 3% by June next year. 
Jodie. Okay, Rob Scott in Canberra, thank you. A man has now been charged in connection to a deadly hit and run in Melbourne's southeast. Road worker Timmy Reiki was killed in Carrum Downs on Tuesday. A 25 year old has been charged with a range of offences believed to have acted as a getaway driver. A second man is in custody and will be questioned by police this morning. Australia's most wanted man is now behind bars at Sydney's Silverwater Jail. Alleged drug kingpin Mustafa Balouche was extradited from Queensland to New South Wales yesterday after a botched attempt to flee the country. There's no opposition to the extradition given the circumstances. Um, the matter will now proceed through New South Wales courts. Um, Mr Balouche is doing well, he's in good spirits. It's believed he was planning to sail to Thailand to avoid the possibility of a life sentence for allegedly attempting to import cocaine into Australia. Police in WA have wrapped up their search for evidence at the Carnarvon house where four-year-old Cleo Smith was found in a locked bedroom last week. Investigators have removed any trace of their presence and boarded up the doors. All items collected will now be analysed inside a laboratory as they try to piece together exactly what happened to Cleo. Her alleged abductor will appear in court in December. Mining giant BHP has reportedly stood down dozens of workers without pay for failing to provide proof of vaccination. It comes after the company implemented a mandate requiring all employees to have at least one dose of a vaccine as of yesterday. It's understood as many as 50 staff were told not to come to work at a coal mine in the New South Wales Hunter Valley on Wednesday. It's been revealed almost all Uber drivers... <clears throat> accused of sexual misconduct in New South Wales, are allowed to stay on the road. News Corp has obtained a confidential government audit that shows drivers were not removed from their roles in 94% of complaints. It's understood the rideshare service was also fined $200,000 after the audit picked up a series of other non-compliance issues. Entertainer Bert Newton will be farewelled at a state funeral this morning and in a fitting tribute to the King of Australian TV, his send-off will be televised. Family, friends and colleagues, including Patty, his wife of 47 years, will attend the service at St Patrick's Cathedral in Melbourne and you can watch it live here on 7 with coverage starting at 9.15. The Porsche driver involved in Melbourne's Eastern Freeway crash, which killed four police officers, has been granted bail in relation to a separate incident. Richard Pusey is accused of stalking and assaulting on-duty emergency services workers in the months after the crash. His lawyer claimed he needed urgent medical treatment, which he can't get behind bars. Thieves are taking advantage of the online shopping boom with parcel thefts skyrocketing post-lockdown. Christmas shoppers are being warned to keep a close eye on deliveries so festive purchases make it under the tree. A calculated criminal committing daylight robbery. This thief pinching $500 worth of goods in seconds. Absolute bonanza for thieves if you leave your parcels where they can access them. Porch pirates targeting undelivered parcels in the lead-up to Christmas and home security is catching crooks in the act. All of Sydney seeing a surge in stealing. Unfortunately, it's everywhere. It's very opportunistic. It's not just unit blocks, it's, it's fronts of houses, it's on verandas, 
It's anywhere that's left unattended. Gifts, clothing, homewares and food boxes swiped. We're seeing an uptick in online shopping, so we will see with that an uplift in theft if it's left on front doorsteps. Over the past 12 months, 9.2 million Aussie households bought something online. In New South Wales alone, orders increased nearly 50% last month. The pre-Christmas parcel frenzy isn't slowing down. Australia Post says November is the busiest time for online deliveries and potential theft. Track your delivery, so know when it's going to be delivered. And if you're not going to be at home, find a place that it can be left. Stopping thieves looking to spoil the season of giving. Georgia Holland, 7 News. She's a passionate advocate and courageous survivor who's used her voice to instigate change. Today, Australian of the Year Grace Tame will address every Attorney-General from around the country. It's part of her campaign to create consistency around sexual assault legislation and increase collaboration between states. A Tasmanian mother of five is putting her body on the line to deliver her health-plagued daughter the ultimate gift of life. Marie Arnold is now in the final stages of the pregnancy in what experts have labelled an extremely rare case. Almost 30 weeks pregnant at 54 years old, but the baby growing inside Marie Arnold is not hers, it's her grandchild. You do get some looks when you walk down the street, yeah. More than two decades after last giving birth, the mother of five has become a gestational carrier for her daughter, Megan. The 28-year-old has no uterus, born with MRKH syndrome, a rare disorder that affects one in 5,000 women. IVF was the only option. The couple searched as far as Canada for a suitable surrogate. Then Marie proposed an idea no one had ever considered. That's when mum offered. <laughs> they thought age would be an impossible barrier. Under 40 is recommended. Even now, uh, there are, you can't guarantee success. But fast forward through months of scans and ultrasounds, the trio is in the final trimester and in January they'll welcome a baby boy. Choosing family or friends to be an IVF carrier is not uncommon, but fertility experts say a mother-daughter surrogacy is extremely rare. I've dealt with one, you know, so it's not, it's not as common as people think. Proving when you have love and hope, anything's possible. Garth Burley, 7 News. A member of the public has made a dramatic citizen's arrest on the Gold Coast. Police were chasing two men after they allegedly stole a car as it darted between traffic. The suspects abandoned the car in a sports field where a game of Oztag was about to begin. The men tried to run away before one was spectacularly crash-tackled by a player. The other was taken down by police seconds later. Filming is underway in the Whitsundays for a rom-com film starring George Clooney and Julia Roberts. We caught a glimpse of the actors being ferried to the set for day one of production. Security is tight with an exclusion zone set up. Marine police and charter companies hired to guard the crew and cast. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is currently trading down. The Nasdaq is higher. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose. The All Lords finished lower, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,865 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 81 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 72.95 US cents, 83.15 Japanese yen and $1.03 New Zealand. 
With traffic returning to pre-lockdown levels, there's help on the way to navigate congested roads. New Australian-made technology can predict traffic jams up to an hour before they happen. An all too familiar sight for motorists, our main roads bumper to bumper. But that could soon change with new technology that can predict a traffic jam up to an hour in advance. It means people have uh, more information about travel conditions. It allows them to make their own decisions, take alternative routes. It's made possible by Swinburne University researchers accessing historical data as well as real-time information from the traffic network. Gathered from various cameras, sensors and probes, even in vehicles, we amass uh, something like two trillion data points which we then run through various models. All that information is set to be incorporated into an app next year and improving the accuracy of maps we now use. If you open your Google Maps now, for example, it tells you what's happening on the road network now. Some people or some freight companies are not ready to embark on the trip yet. Researchers are now looking to include weather in the modelling to better predict how much time rain or storm conditions could impact the commute. And any way that we can reduce traffic congestion and potentially accidents as well is, is certainly a good thing. Sarah Jones, 7 News. It's crunch time at the Glasgow Climate Summit with just 24 hours to go to reach an agreement. But the Secretary-General of the United Nations doesn't seem too optimistic. Antonio Guterres says delegates are at a crucial moment in deciding the future of the planet. 1.5 degrees is still on reach but in life support. Meantime, Mr Guterres has praised an agreement between the US and China to cut emissions this decade. South Africa's former president, F.W. de Klerk, has died at the age of 85. He was the last white person to lead the country and was a key figure in South Africa's transition to democracy. De Klerk released Nelson Mandela from prison in 1990, leading to historic elections that brought Mr Mandela to power. Mr de Klerk shared the Nobel Peace Prize with Mr Mandela for helping to bring an end to apartheid. Heavy rain in southern India and Sri Lanka have killed at least 41 people and destroyed thousands of homes. In India, at least 16 people died after torrential rain caused devastating floods. Thousands have been evacuated from low-lying areas, while the city of Chennai has been hit with major power outages. At least 25 people have drowned in Sri Lanka, where heavy rain has triggered landslides. Astronomers have discovered a new black hole in a galaxy neighbouring our Milky Way. The black hole is about 160,000 light years away from Earth and is 11 times the mass of our Sun. Astronomers found the young black hole using a powerful telescope in Chile. They discovered it hiding in a cluster of thousands of stars. The Queen is preparing to head back to work, with Buckingham Palace confirming she will attend the Remembrance Sunday service in London. Her Majesty has spent the last two weeks resting on doctor's orders. Meantime, Prince Charles has given royal fans an update on the Queen's health. He told a group of young entrepreneurs that Her Majesty is all right when asked how she was. In sport, Australia have pulled off the most unlikely of victories to advance to the T20 World Cup final. Chasing an impossible target of 177, all hope seemed lost when they needed 65 runs from the last five overs. Matthew Wade led the fight back, bringing the game right down to the wire. 
He does it again. This is a match-winning effort in history. Probably hasn't sunk in. I only just finished batting, so um, when I sit down tonight, I suppose it'll sink in. They will face New Zealand in the final on Monday. Perth is in doubt to host their Ashes test in January due to WA's strict border rules. The state's border policy and England's reluctance to quarantine throws a number of challenges into the air. The Western Australia Cricket Association believe these issues will be sorted out in time. The Ashes test match is a, a massive event. I don't think it's something the government wants to lose easily. Tasmania has thrown their hat into the ring. They could host the match scheduled for January 14. English football legend Steven Gerrard is back in the Premier League, this time as a manager for the struggling Aston Villa. The Liverpool legend departed Scottish Giants Rangers after three years at the club, where he won last season's Scottish League title after an unbeaten season. To get a job as Villa, I think is in a, it's fantastic for Stevie. It really is. He's walking into a tough job at Villa. They sit just two points from relegation. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. A family of emus has been spotted strolling the streets of a Queensland town. The chicks and parent were seen outside Longreach's post office, but two stragglers caught up, including one that lost its balance before getting going. <laughs> Taking a look at the weather around the country now, an intense low will generate heavy rain, storms and strong winds across South Australia, Victoria and New South Wales. A trough will take intense rain and storms across Queensland and the Northern Territory. Around the capitals today, showers and a possible storm in Brisbane, heading for a top of 30 degrees. A few showers in Sydney, a possible storm, 24. Similar conditions in Canberra, heading for a top of 16. Rain and wind in Melbourne, 14 the top. Showers developing 15 in Hobart, showers in Adelaide heading for 17, mostly sunny 27 degrees in Perth and a shower or two and a possible storm 35 the top in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Friday the 12th of November.